That's a pretty big boner kill, I guess, you know, for people that are suicidal and stuff and thinking the world's going to end and then it doesn't. It's just really big boner kill. Yeah, <laughs> nice suicide hard on. Yeah, exactly. What is Chief and my dudes? I hope you are participating in No Nut November. So far, it has been really difficult for some of us, not for me. I managed to break it the first day. Bryce, how you holding up over there, man? Are you holding strong? Um, actually, I don't celebrate because I'm a Jehovah's... A Je- no, no Nuts witness. <laughs> yeah, a Jehovah <laughs> witness. Jizz <laughs> Isn't that a character in uh, Paradise PD? Like Jizz Hobo or something like that? Oh, probably. No, it's, no, it's Hobo that Cop. That's what it is. Hobo Cop. Speaking of Paradise PD, uh, PD, there's another similar cartoon that came out on uh, Netflix that Bobby Lee's in it. There's a lot of other comedians that are in it. You'd probably like it. It's called Inside Job. I think I saw... A preview for it on Netflix. Yeah, check it out. It's right up the same kind of alley. Okay. Paradise PD got really, really like just raunchy second season. Just too much. It's not as much as that either. Okay, good. Because it went it went too far. It's honestly background show. It's like not worth watching every single second and being like glued to the TV. That's just... You're not selling this for me at all. Like This sounds terrible oh, now. In other TV news, um, Curb Your Enthusiasm is back. I never actually watched that show. I, I need to watch it. I know it'd be great. I know it's it's got the guy that wrote Seinfeld, and I love Seinfeld. So, And guess who got a shout out? Bryce Mallers. Bend Oregon. No got way. Shouted out. <laughs> well, not really shouted out, but like the um, Larry David mentioned Bend Oregon in an episode. And he's like, top 10 biggest shitholes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's Bryce's TV quarter. <laughs> Daniel, with the weather. <laughs> it's fucking hot in this room. Okay. <laughs> what if that's what the weather was like? Like, they just they <laughs> just, just commented on where they're at right now. Well, it's uh, I'd say it's probably like 95 degrees in this room right now. Honestly, like, that's kind of deep, dude, because <laughs> it's really being present. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 kind of just like feeding through all the bullshit, you know, just siphoning through it and just telling you what you have right now, man. I'm going to go kick an Aki sack. <laughs> um, <laughs> and that's funny. No Nut November, uh, transition back to what we were talking about, that just started like, what, five years ago? What a random like mm-hmm. meme that became a thing. But I love the way that they're changing it now to like, no shit November. <laughs> it's like, I don't know, man, five days in a no shit November, I'm having a hard time starting to see the color purple everywhere or starting to see the color brown everywhere. <laughs> And then there's oh, a man. there's a new meme that's cycling around. Trash Cannon Paul had one. It said uh, it's it shows like an IV bag and like a hospital bed and his arm, and it says um, shouldn't have eaten the free clam chowder from Home Depot. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I like that. That's a good one. <laughs> and then someone else said someone else did one, and it said uh, shouldn't have went down on that stripper. <laughs> He's also doing a lot of NFT memes right now too. Yes, I love the NFT memes. It's like you can you can screenshot this. Go ahead. Or like, please, seriously, don't screenshot this. I worked really hard on this. I need at least three thousand dollars for it. Yeah. That's stealing my property. I just saw what I was when your wife gives you a one, a one in a million <laughs> divorce papers, yeah. or one of a kind of divorce papers. The original copy <laughs> NFT of the divorce paper. <laughs> 
right, we're gonna, we're we're going off the rails. Sorry, this is sorry. not a Tama talk. This no. is an episode centered around No Nut November, guys. Uh-huh. No Nut November is exactly what it sounds like. It's raunchy. No nut, no nonsense. No nut, no nonsense. All right, no fooling or tooling around. Uh, we kind of equivocated that. I, I don't know if that's the word for it. We equated that to boner kills yeah so this week what we wanted to do was discuss some of the most notable boner kills of all time and a boner kill is exactly what it sounds like if i have to spell it out for you you're probably not supposed to be listening to this podcast it's when you're all jazzed up about something and then something just absolutely kills the mood boner gone completely flaccid yeah it's like have you ever like you know those uh garden hoses that expand it's like when you turn off the water yeah or it's like when you get everything set up and you have your new room set up and it's it looks nice, feels great and everything. And then you go to sit on your bed and you realize that your phone charger doesn't reach all the way to the plug. And you're like, oh, dude, now I got to set up the whole new room or get an oh, extension now cord. I gotta move. Yeah, now I got to move. I got to burn the blaze down. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, we're doing top five biggest boner kills. You can just do biggest boner kills. I did of my life. But oh, interesting. I didn't do my life. I did of history. I figured you did because I looked back at the text and it's and I said biggest boner kills in your lifetime. And I realized, oh, that could be literally anything mm-hmm. like it could just be technically once not in my lifetime. Oh, well, then you have failed miserably. Sorry. <laughs> you must move now. I've learned about it in my lifetime. OK, that's fair. All right. Uh, since you are the ninny, I will grant you the first pick. The first one I want to do is a 2015 Miss Universe Awards. Imagine this. You're a small girl from a town in Columbia. You've worked hard your whole life being hot, right? You <laughs> slaved over, I don't know, a makeup drawer or some shit. You work your way all the way to the tippy top of the hottest hotties in the world at the Miss. You win Miss Columbia. You swept that shit. That wasn't even, you, you did it in joggers all right but now you got to put on your your lift up bras or whatever i don't know what they're called <laughs> at the miss, bras. yeah push up bras. Bras. <laughs> you're going to the miss unis this is the fucking big big time real deal you're you up got there. your big girl pants on now you did your talent show you said world peace and help the homeless or some shit whatever was fed to you you didn't stumble on your questions like a bimbo you look great in the swimsuit you get all the way to the final two you're up there you miss philippines and steve harvey oh no (laughs) imagine steve harvey says the winner of miss universe Columbia, you you double take because you're like, are you serious? Columbia won right now. <laughs> Me? He puts a he puts a <laughs> crown on you. You start dancing and singing, right? Oh, Everyone's man. happy, happy. What's this? Steve Harvey's walking back out. <laughs> <laughs> that it can't says, be a good sign. <laughs> he says, "I need to apologize. Miss Columbia was first runner up." Oh no! <laughs> and then he says. Miss Philippines won, and they played the same exact <laughs> winning music. Oh. And you're still standing there with the crowd on. So Imagine had, that. So I, I, I only saw when he's like, I'm sorry, guys. I'm so sorry. Yes, I made he a announced mistake. Miss Columbia, and they played this cheesy music. It's horrible. She's up there. She's smiling. And it's like, oh, they're going to run to credits. And then he starts walking back out. He goes, I'm sorry. I need to apologize. Miss Columbia was first runner up. Miss Philippines is Miss Universe. Miss Columbia is still standing there with her flowers and the crown on and then they play the same exact track (laughs) the same award music 
And then Steve Harvey goes, Miss Philippines, take your first walk. And it's just the most awkward thing ever. I mean, okay, that's a pretty big boner kill. But for Miss Philippines, that was the biggest like just let down and then immediately never mind i no, feel but fucking it's not. amazing she's standing there so awkward it's like it oh, really? wasn't yeah because like she thought she lost and then it's like wait what the hell's going on there's this oh, girl man. that's um and then i was watching these interviews with steve harvey and the girl from uh columbia and she was saying it was the best four minutes of her life <laughs> oh shit <laughs> The best four minutes of her life. An immediate, like, <laughs> depression, deep depression. That's I, that's very similar to what Kanye did to Taylor Swift. Look, I'm going to let you finish, but Beyonce had yeah. one of the best videos of all time. But he but didn't do like it on purpose. Kanye could have actually just re-gifted the winner to Beyonce. Yeah, yeah, that would be... <laughs> no, no, if he was like, hey, uh, Taylor Swift, you did so great. You got the best video of all time. Here you go. Never mind. Actually, Beyonce mind. got it's it. Beyonce, psych. I need to apologize. Taylor Swift is the best runner-up of all time. Yeah. I think it's worse because Steve Harvey is such a sweetheart, and he didn't mean to do that. So that was like yeah, that's hilarious. It was oh god, such a boner kill right there. Yeah, all right, that that's was, a, that's that was fair. My one. Okay. Um, I actually had this on my honorable mention. So it's not part of it. So I'm going to do my honorable mention first and then my actual one. But since you mentioned 2015, I'm going to mention my 2015. The fact that Back to the Future Part 2, they go into the future in 2015 and they see holographics, they see hoverboards, they see power laces, they see flying cars. And then we get into 2015 and what we have these rolling skateboards that they call hoverboards biggest boner kill ever noticing that we have not advanced in technology like we thought we were going to that shit sucked yeah okay now in my actual one so imagine this right me kyle and hope are just having a great time at the house they're drinking because we're about to go out to uh newport right so we get in the car playing music they're taking shots in the back they're having a fun time i'm like dude i can't wait to get there gonna be so much fun we get in the parking lot at newport open the door I grab my leg and notice that I do not have my wallet. So I can't get into the bar. That so sucks. After all that pre-gaming and after all them like getting all pumped in the car, I was like, you know what? You guys just go ahead. I, I'll sit in the car. I don't care. You guys just go in without me. That's fine. And they're like, no, let's just go home. We're not going to let that you sit in the sucks. car. The whole drive home was like dead quiet. No music was being played. No one was they talking. They don't even want to like continue it when you go home. No, it was so it was so shitty, dude. It was like a huge letdown. That sucks. Didn't that happen to to Logan on the way to Vegas? Yeah, but we turned around. It was just annoying. We were like two hours down the road, uh. and I was like, oh. My purse. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, it was no. me, her, and Hadaba. Damn, that sucks. Yeah. Um, my number two boner kill is Y2K. Because <laughs> the world didn't end? You're upset about that? Everyone had a big conspiracy hard on that all of a sudden the computers wouldn't be able to handle it going from 99 to zero and just the world would die and end. And this was, you think, oh, people are so stupid back in the day. They used to think that fucking, I don't know, witches existed. This was 20 years ago that yeah. the modern man thought the world would end because of a transition of 99 to zero. Well, they thought the same insane. thing for 2012. They thought since the Mayan calendar only went up to that that date. Yeah, but then that's different. That, that's that was so, like, that's so the stupid Mayan though. calendar, th- this is like you had smart people. There was, there was like the uh, some intel officer that worked at the Pentagon or something 
something was like briefing people that this would be as serious as like a catastrophic earthquake where you wouldn't recover for like days or weeks or months. Oh gosh. It's insane. There was a uh, billions of dollars that went into like recoding certain software. So the whole idea behind it was I guess shit was coded out in the 70s or 80s and not just thought about uh, the future because computers back in the day didn't have a lot of memory or hard drive space. So the way that they displayed dates was in two, two digits and not four. So like 98, 99 is how they displayed it. So they thought at the year 2000 that it would revert to um, either 1900 or the year zero. They didn't know what the computers would be able to handle. Um, so that's just like very lazy duct tape coding and the world just operated that way. Yeah. So they paid billions of dollars to have people come in and recode systems and whatnot. And then when it actually happened, nothing happened. Like some, uh, some like old, I was reading or watching this video, some old text messages uh, became deleted and there were some dates that displayed as 1900 on like some computers and shit. But at the end of the, at the end of the day, nothing happened. Like Bill Clinton, who was a president at the time, passed legislation to protect companies from getting sued over, <laughs> over <laughs> issues that de- like, it was this big of a thing. It's insane to me. So that is the boner kill is that, well, it was the boner kill for conspiracy theorists and a lot of people that wasted a lot of time. There was preppers and survivalists that like stocked up because they thought it'd be the end of the world. Mm -hmm. Um, And when the clock hit uh, midnight, nothing happened. The world just went on. I think it's really funny that like all these really smart people, you know, 22, 2000, they think the world's going to end. 2012, same thing because the Mayan calendar is just done. But, but in there reality, was like Mayan calendar is a little different. Like there wasn't anyone that worked in the government. They just they just didn't want to do any more dates. I'm sure they're probably like, OK, we're never going to live this long. Why are we? Yeah. Why are we making this calendar? Yeah, that was stupid. But people were like, we're going to fucking die. And then, and then, like scientists have have experiments where they paid taxpayers dollars and and used that money to test if rats reacted negatively to being shocked. And it was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they do react negatively. Why would you need to test that theory? You know that that's right, that, that's but it. But do they react negatively to being shocked twice? Yeah, <laughs> like, will they get even more mad? Funding now in the description <laughs> below. Science, <laughs> science. <laughs> um, that's a pretty big boner kill, I guess. You know, for people that are suicidal and stuff, and thinking the world's gonna end, and then it doesn't. It's really big boner kill. Yeah, <laughs> nice suicide hard on. Yeah, exactly. Um, my number two is Boondock Saints two. Okay, Kyle and I. We decided we're going to watch this movie because we love the first one. We set it up. We rent it. We're in the room. All of a sudden, Aurora comes running in. And we're like, okay, we got to pause it. Pause it. Um, then my mom decides that she wants to start vacuuming. Can't watch movie because oh. we, can't, we can't fucking hear it, right? Then uh, I think someone else came running in and was like, hey, you blah, blah, blah. Starts talking to us. I'm like, dude, are you serious? Leave us alone. And the movie sucked. It was awful. It was god awful. Yeah. It wasn't a good remake. And just the fact that we took a hour and a half movie and spent three hours to watch it was the biggest boner kill of a movie experience of my life. Yeah, that's infuriating. Almost as bad as when we saw The Hangover Part 2 in that's theaters. That's what I was going to say. That was a huge boner kill too. Huge boner kill. I was going to throw this that was, my honorable this was, mentions. This was worse. Way worse. All right. For my number three, I want to ask you, do you remember the 1972 Olympics? The 1972 Olympics? Do I remember that? No. Yeah. Oh. Well, neither did I until I remember hearing this story and then like looking into it more. It's kind of crazy. Not only that, I'm talking about the 1972 men's Olympic basketball team for the United States and how they were robbed from gold by 
um, the whole like kind of Soviet Eastern Bloc countries against a game versus Russia, the Soviet Union. Does this ring a bell now? No, still no. Okay, so the men's <laughs> basketball team for the U.S., this is their sport. Like, they don't lose. They had this long-term winning streak. Like, not only gold medals up to this point, but wins. They were undefeated up to this point, I believe. In 1972, they were playing the Soviets in the final medal game for gold uh, in Munich. They weren't doing too good, though. It was a lot of back and forth, and it came down to the very last minute. They were down by one. They go to the other end of the court, get fouled on a shot. Guy sinks two free throws, fucking clutches. As hell I, I think, name, I, think I actually do remember this now but keep going amazing and then it's got you got three seconds left in the game the soviets immediately inbound the ball and um but then the game is stopped and the coach is running over to the rest to call a timeout the americans are freaking out because there's no timeouts left technically when you try to signal for a timeout and there's no timeouts left you get a uh, technical foul and the other team gets the ball that would have ended the game theoretically Mm -hmm. however some chairman of basketball for whatever federation was there and allowed the game to be stopped because they needed to reset the clock oh gosh so they reset the clock the soviets um get to inbound the ball or something they inbound the ball they shoot it they miss it americans celebrate they won but however they go back and then by the way the boner kill is the americans celebrated winning twice the gold medal so the story goes uh the clock wasn't set correctly or something so the soviets are allowed to inbound the ball a third or yeah a third time to try to win the game with three seconds they are successful this time because of a substitution that they're allowed to make which is insane that they're able even allowed to do that a substitution with a big guy they throw the ball down the court they score they win the gold so the soviets had three attempts um they shouldn't have had one attempt because of the technical foul that they tried to call or uh, that they should have been penalized by Uh, they had three attempts to win and they won it on the third one so the gold medal, the medal, um, well, I guess after that game, the U.S. tried to appeal it to the Olympic Committee, and it was shot down by three votes to two votes. All three votes that voted to not uh, push the appeal through were Eastern Bloc countries. Note this was right around the Cold War where there was tensions between that whole part of the country and the U.S. It was already a little shady in that part. Um, and then during the medal ceremony, I fucking love this. I love the pettiness of this. The Americans didn't even show up to receive their silver medals. And uh, every year since or every however frequently this happens, the Olympic Committee still reaches out to the players and the people involved on this team to send them their silver medals. Oh, and there's still players that deny uh, the request so there was a guy in high school i remember he was some career day shit you know remember that thing like people would be in different buildings you go hear them talk there was a guy from that team and i remember he was still telling me uh, or he told all of us to this day he still says no to to them (laughs) trying to send him his silver medal i wonder if like one of the people on the team was like fuck it i'll just i'll receive the the medal i don't care i'm sure there's probably been a couple of people like fucking uh an assistant coach or something yeah i mean i probably would just to be like yeah i was in the olympics but at the same time, I'd be so pissed because yeah, that's that's, that's a, a bullshit call, dude. Like even like on the third time of having to defend, if you thought you won twice and you have to get back out there, like uh-huh. how like I'd be like, what the fuck is going on? How can you how can you continue to do that? That doesn't seem yeah. right at all. That's unfair. Yeah, that is uh, one of the biggest bluffs in Olympic history, and definitely the biggest boner kill in probably any basketball um, story I know of. Yeah, that's shit. That's like. Uh, Uh, I mean, obviously this is intentional and it's allowed, but that's like when someone's about to kick the winning field goal and then the other team calls a timeout 
right as yeah. they snap the ball. And then they kick it and they're like, oh, crap, I, I made it. I got to do it again. And then they miss it. No, that'd be them missing it twice and then getting a third kick. Yeah. <laughs> making the kick. <laughs> I mean, that's that's so – that's fucked up. That's petty. Like to yeah. even do and that. And at the biggest stage in the world, it's the Olympics. Uh-huh. If you, they shouldn't, that shouldn't have been allowed at all. I do remember actually when you were talking about them inbounding the ball, I remembered that you talked about it on a previous podcast episode. Mm, yeah, that's a crazy story. All right. So my number three is my hamster Harley. Biggest boner kill of my childhood, I think. Childhood? Childhood. Oh, where is this yeah. going? Check it out. Okay. I was a little kid. Just got out of school. I get in the backseat of the car. My sister's holding a box. And I'm like, what's in the box? What's in the box? Right? And then she pulls the top off the box. I see a little beautiful, little fluffy, little gray hamster in there. I'm like, wow, what an adorable hamster. Stick my hand in there. I'm petting him on the back. Oh, he's so cute. Love this little hamster. We get him home, get an aquarium or get a terrarium, put all the sawdust in there, put him in there, put some food in there, put a little wheel in there, a little house. First off, all he ever did was run on that fucking wheel. Second, if you ever stuck your hand in that cage, the first thing he would do was bite your finger and you would fling your hand up. He would hit the ceiling, fall back down and hit the ground (laughs) every (laughs) single time. And I'm not just saying for me, not just for hope, for any person that stuck their hand in there, that hamster would bite your finger. You'd fling it up in the air. It would hit the ceiling, come back down, hit the ground. Every single time. So it was like having a goldfish because you couldn't do anything with it. All it did was just sit there. Sometimes he ran on the wheel and, and, and you could watch that and it was entertaining for like five to ten minutes. And that was it, dude. Like it was the biggest boner kill of my life. I thought I would have some cool That pet. was the boner kill just owning him? Just having my <laughs> hopes up that it was such a cool pet. I wanted this hamster for years. For years, we'd asked for hamsters. And then we got one and he was an asshole. And we just had to keep him. It was like it was like when you get that goldfish at the fair, you know, and then and you're like, oh, cool. I want a goldfish. But then what do you do with that goldfish? You had that goldfish for like seven years now. And now you got to feed it every single day and you have to take care of it, change its water and stuff. But you can't yeah, do anything suck. with it. Fish, fish are, are a dumb pet. Fish are so stupid. We just got rid of a uh, like one of our last fish that we got at the fair Honestly, seven I, years ago. I, I'll curb stop any fish you put in front of me. <laughs> I know. That's how little I feel about I this. I saw you curb stomp a fish. I know that you will Fish do don't that. have emotions. They can't love. Uh, I don't know about that. I think that some fish probably could. I don't think so. I don't know. Dolphins. Maybe. Dolphins, they can. They're, but they're mammals. I don't know they're fish. Yeah. I had two honorable mentions. Well, I had three. One was the hangover. Another one that's very similar to my Steve Harvey, but I don't think it was as like uh, poignant, was when uh, fucking La La Land was given best movie of the year and then it was changed to actually moonlight one best movie of the year do you remember that it's kind of the same exact thing where some fucking old (laughs) old time actor off his rocker was like and the winner is la la land everyone went on stage and then the director looked at the envelope and he's like oh wait no, the winner is Moonlight. I think I do remember that. Yeah. <laughs> so, which is so awkward and cringy. That's the Oscars where it's like, that doesn't really mean shit, right? Like, it's cool, but whatever. That was one. And then another one is kind of like childhood nostalgic as I was sitting here thinking. One of the biggest boner kills of all time is the PlayStation 2 loading screen. And when it timed out, do you remember that? I, I remember it like... For me, it timed out all the time. It'd be that back, the black background with the blue kind of smoke. Uh-huh. 
and then you're dealing with CDs and I'm like 10 years old. They're all scratched the fuck. So, and then like, if it failed, it just like, like rebooted. That happened all the time. It was 50, 50, whether or not a game would actually load for us. Or when you had like a, an N64 and you put it in, it doesn't work and you blow on it and you put it in again. So it doesn't work. Then you blow on it and like really get some gusto behind you. Like, and then you got to like hit it just right and then turn it on. And it still doesn't work. And you're like, okay, I don't know what else to do, guys. I did my magic. I'm so sorry. I mean, it makes sense why we were worried about Y2K. Yeah. (laughs) We're sitting here blowing on cartridges, which on the back, it specifically says, do not blow on these cartridges. (laughs) And that's how we're getting it to reboot and restart. That's funny. Did you have any honorable mentions? So I thought we were doing five each. Um, oh, I did three. Keep yeah, going then. I, I have I have two more and then I have... Did I, think, I put five? I just didn't do all of them? Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> um, oh, shit. I think I have, I have two more and then one more honorable mention. So I'll go through these pretty fast. Um, first off, almost running over Kyle with uh, his car oh, when we were longboarding. So we yeah. had this genius idea that we would put a tow rope behind the car like for like you know for skiing water skiing and pull each other on a longboard now when we're doing it we started doing it uphill and on flat ground which is fine because the car has brakes and you can slow down on the skateboard but when you're going downhill and you can't slow down you can't slow down at all so we're bombing down this hill and i'm pulling him and now he's flying past the car so i speed up as fast as i possibly can cut the corner and like go into this one street then he follows me hits the car rolls on the ground tucks into a ball and i open up the car door after i slam on the brakes and i see him with the car tire about maybe six inches to a foot from his head and I'm like, dude, I could have popped it like a freaking watermelon. That would have been. That would have been insane. Dude, it was huge boner kill because we stopped having fun that night. We went home and we're like, oh, Kyle fell. We didn't we didn't tell our parents for the longest time how mm-hmm. he fell. We just said he fell longboarding. Oh, I don't know how. It's so weird. Fucking Hide the pussy. rope. Hide the rope. <laughs> Man, thinking of all those hills and shit we used to do on those skateboards, I would like not even attempt that now. No, and we would do like blind turns at, like mm-hmm. down my street and like, oh. At like 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> hopefully there's no cars i mean we can see the headlights if there are right (laughs) okay that was my number four my number five is either my last or my second to last semester at cal state fullerton um i am house sitting for my grandma and it's like a wednesday night right but i thought it was like a friday felt like a friday to me so i get to the house i'm all by myself i open up the fridge for some food eat it I see a bottle of wine there that my grandma said, hey, you should drink this. So I was like, all right, whatever. Grab the bottle of wine, start drinking that. See a Coors Light bottle in there, grab that, drink it. Then I grab a second Coors Light bottle. And at that moment, after finishing the second one, I look at the clock and I realize, oh shit, it's almost 7.30 and I have class on Wednesday nights. So I got to get to class. So I Ubered to my class. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and it was one of those three hour classes. And I'm just oh, and I'm just sitting there. Why would you do that to yourself? I didn't know. I thought it was Friday. I thought I had I thought I had the whole weekend to do whatever I wanted to do. But I, I, I would have just skipped the class. No, I had to go because I was like I, I had some sort of not project, but I had to like turn in something like a homework assignment or something like that. And it was worth like a big percentage of my grade. I had it all done. I just had to turn it in. 
Um, mm. And I also to take notes because we were doing like some, it was an art class. We had to like do all these different slides. By the way, best art class I've ever taken because it made it so much more interesting while I was just drunk <laughs> sitting in the back <laughs> row. Like, dude, Napoleon looks pretty sick on that horse. And she's like, fun fact, he actually was on a donkey for this picture. And I was like, what? <laughs> no way. It was really fun, but big ass boner kill because I had to, yeah, go, to, totally. I had to go to class. I mean, I, I was like, I was fully prepared to just like chill out on the couch, eat my other chicken pot pie that I had prepared and just relax. But nope, had to go to class. Um, and then my honorable mention is, you know, that feeling where you have some leftovers from like, you know, Chinese food or whatever. And then you're thinking about it all day long and you're so excited about it. And then you get yes. home and you see that someone ate your leftovers. Yeah. That's like top 10 biggest that's boner kills of my life. Pretty bad. It's the worst because you're salivating over it while you're at work and you're just like, oh, I can't wait to eat this. It's going to be so good. And you open the fridge and it's not where you left it. And you're like, who ate it? And you look in the trash and you see the container that contained your delicious leftovers. And you can't that's eat it. That's rude. <laughs> it is. It's horrible. So that's it. Those are my biggest boner kills. No nut November. Definitely wouldn't have a problem if those happened in a row. I wouldn't. I would I would be like, oh, that's it. I'm flaccid. I can't do it anyway. <laughs> Honestly, if I lost the gold medal Miss Universe and the year changed without a giant catastrophe, I'd be so flaccid. Yeah, I understand. I understand. I understand the, the flaccidness. All right, guys. This has been a fantastic episode. And... I'm hoping you have a great rest of your weekend. And from all of us here at Chiefin, keep it Chiefin. Keep it Chiefin.